Good morning, Thursday Connect Online. This is Pastor Jennifer, and I am so excited because today I'm going to share one of our truly roundtable discussions from our Braveheart Girls sessions. I want you to be encouraged as you listen to other believers, Christ followers, who are discussing how we allow faith to move our lives forward. And so today, I want you to know I'm praying for you. It's an amazing Thursday. God has a word for you. And remember this, when you feel weary or unsure about what to do, pause, pray, and let the peace of God prevail. Pause, pray, and let the peace of God prevail. I love you. Enjoy the session. Good morning. My name is Jennifer Pasquale. I'm the co-pastor at the International Christian Fellowship in Rome, Italy. I'm here in our Bella Vita Resource Center with some amazing women. We are launching our video online women's connect group. We have connect groups here on a weekly basis, and I'm so happy to have these visionaries here. So tell us who you are. Um, hi, I'm Julia Akur. I'm from South Sudan. I'm, I'm with the women's ministry team here at ICEPRO. Ciao, my name is Taiwo. I'm from Nigeria and I'm one of the ministry team leaders at International Christian Fellowship Rome. Hi, I'm Helen. I'm from Ethiopia and I'm here as a student in Rome and I'm serving in church uh, with the media team. Awesome. And so today we're going to talk about finding fulfillment and we're calling these video blogs Braveheart Girls because every single one of us have had experiences that were challenging that needed great courage to get up and do the next day or do the next season and um, I think it's kind of a, a question that women ask sometimes how do I do this or what do I do Julian has had some thoughts about that before we've talked about I think we've had a lot of these discussions and I believe there are certain questions we all ask ourselves, you know, particularly in a world right now that's hungry for truth. And some of those questions that we ask ourselves are really basic questions, you know, like who am I, where did I come from, and the whole question of purpose, why was I created? And it's really, as the Bible tells us, doesn't it, that God has set eternity in the hearts of man, you know. So as much as we are now confined in this physical world, each, each one of us, all of us really know that there's really more to it, you know. There's really more, and the Bible also tells us faster that the whole of creation really testifies about an invisible God, you know. So be those basic questions of identity, which I think really is a key issue in our world today, or questions around purpose, none of us really can ever get it wrong, can, should get it wrong at the end of the day, because there are clues all around that God gives us, you know. And I think also just to add to that, I also wanted to add this thing about the whole issues of what's been going on in our world today. Really we're at an age where right now, we're seeing certain frameworks that have been put out, you know, like they're supposed to be universal truths. And like you said earlier, the world has become this kind of global village. You know, we have the internet, we have issues to do with systems that are supposed to transcend everywhere and every corner of the globe. But still people have questions, because a lot of these frameworks that have been put out, like the human rights framework, they don't apply across every culture, every age, every race, you know? So really bad. So I think we're questioning, are there universal truths? Yes. And for us as Christians, we can say, yes, there are universal truths yes. that are found in the Bible. Yes. And the answer to all these questions that we ask are really found in Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. Well, by him. 
all seeds are created. Exactly, and creation is one of our seeds. Really, what have you created to do? What is the character then that is going to motivate your life? And I think that can be a universal question. What is the character that's going to make me succeed? What is the character traits that I'm going to have? And then what is the community that I'm going to surround myself with so that I can have a real impact in the areas where I live? Um, Taiwo, I know the Lord gives you some really amazing insight into scripture as you work with a lot of global professionals. That's right. um, I think there's one thing that's really important for me, um, and that is the fact that we are called to display the glory of God wherever we are. Um, it might seem such a big thing, but when you think about it, every little thing that you do that points to Jesus, you are displaying His glory. When you are support to your sister, when you offer words of encouragement to someone, when you share your faith with someone, you are increasing their own faith. I know there's nothing more effective that you can do to encourage somebody that God can do great things in your life because He's done great things in my life and He's not a respectable person. He loves each and every one of us equally. And so I just want to encourage somebody there listening. God loves you. You're created in the image of God and that is the most awesome thing ever. It really is a revelation. Helen, you're here, you're here as a university student and when I first met you, uh, you had some struggles and maybe some doubts about your future and what, how it was going to all play out. How did you, there's been a shift. What, what shifted in you that gave you this confidence and this inner beauty that's also in the outer beauty? Something's changed in my life. I think it's just understanding really at a young age that the Lord is always there no matter the age differences. And sometimes we really look at um, things from the perspective of, okay, when I grow up is when the Lord's going to show me the purpose of my life and who I am. But He really just changes you gradually as you grow. And I think that process is where I really changed. And you see me from where I was and not where I am. And it is a slow process, but it's a process that really gives you. And doesn't it, I think it makes us relaxed. I know Julia and I have talked about this on Thursdays, Taiwan on, on Wednesdays, but it really gives you a peace when you know, like Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and give you hope in a future. So the future means that I'm, I'm never... I'm always going to be learning. And for me, it's that I get, you get stressed and then you go, okay, wait, this is a process moment. Okay, he's processing my character. He's, uh, you know, maybe I'm about to enter a new community of influence and the enemy of our soul doesn't want that to happen. And so I recognize that, wait a minute, this battle is not mine, it's the Lord's. And if he put me in this city or he put me in this place, then he also is going to provide for me what I need in this place. And there is a rest that comes on your spirit when you remember he's in process with me. That's right. I'm, I'm just thinking about the word new purpose because what is my purpose? But I believe that everything that happens to us is for a greater purpose. For example, I went through a time in my life that was really stressful. I don't even think stressful is a word. I was in pain. And at that time I thought, what is the purpose of this pain? I lost my second child through miscarriage. I could not see the purpose of that, but now I look back and I see the purpose. Because you won't believe it on Sunday, I met a lady in ICF who was just visiting, and she was upset because her daughter just lost 
a child. I said, my daughter is angry with God. And I was able to speak my own life and say, you know what? He's able to do it. I went through this phase, but God came through for me. And so sometimes we don't see the purpose in what is happening to us, but God has a greater purpose to glorify Him. And I think we, we can take from that that don't despise what you're going through. You know, you, you spoke about that last Sunday about taking your mat, mm -hmm. and sometimes you can feel ashamed in whatever mat that you are, but that can speak volumes into somebody else's life Absolutely. and bring encouragement to them. Absolutely. And I think when we're going to make an influence in our society with all of the changes and all of the uh, what is that universal truth? There has to be something. The Bible is one book that has lasted for thousands of years. And we know that God is real. We can look at nature. We can look at things he's done in our lives, personal. But when you invite Jesus to be in that relationship with you, it changes your perspective. And I have found that the Lord is always with us. I think that's, it's really a beautiful thought. You know, when we talk about the hope that we can have as Christians, because all around, you know, we tend to be very limited by, by the physical. And all around, we have frameworks that tell us, for example, that, you know, you can never make it, that we have to focus first on the basics, you know. And we have frameworks that tell us, you know, first you have, like, the Maslow hierarchy of needs, I think is a useful framework when you want to understand. That you know, first you have to focus on the basic needs, you know, physiological needs before you can ever get to the top that is self-actualization. Mm -hmm. But when I think of our hope as Christians, really, we have a hope in a resurrected Savior, you know, who tells us, who turns all systems upside down, you know. Mm -hmm. He really tells us first that first seek ye first the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto mm -hmm. you. And the assurance for us as Christians that we will attain all these promises and realize the best expression of ourselves as God intended for us is really the gift of the Holy Spirit that you know that He gives gives to us. You know that's our guarantee. And the Bible also tells us that we have the mind of Christ. So while the world says that very few people attain their maximum potential, we have the mind of Christ, yes. who was a, who is a victorious Savior and resurrected. And the resurrected king and the only true yes. God and the only I mean he's king. the only one who's not in a tomb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's not buried somewhere. And so we are going to be talking a lot about what faith and Jesus and the Word of God means to us. And so you can ask Jesus just to be in charge of my heart. God, I ask you right now to come into my life and I give Jesus room to be my Savior. I don't know what that means. It means I'm going to start to trust Him day by day. And as you do that and you use the Word of God, you study in Jeremiah, you study in Psalms. God is amazing. It says in Jeremiah that before you were even in your mother's womb, he knew you. He formed you. Regardless of who your parents are now, He formed you. So He has a place for you. And I hope that these video connect times will just inspire you for the day. Keep doing the day. God's with you. He loves you. And it's going to be a good week.